Welcome to the Limitless Podcast. So glad that you are here today. I am recording this in a shopping center, supermarket parking lot in my car. So if you hear some honking, some alarms, some carts banging each other, banging around out there, if you hear some people, that's why. But wanted to get an episode out while I was feeling a little creative this morning. I want to talk about when you accidentally send a text or email to the wrong person. Has this ever happened to you? Where you're talking about somebody, somebody else, and you mean to send it to one person, but you send it to the person you're talking about. So let's say friend A makes you mad, and now you're texting friend B to tell them all about friend A and what they did wrong or what you think of them or how stupid they are, but you accidentally send it to friend A talking about them, which is easy to do, especially in a text because you may have many text threads going on. This person may be texting you and so you accidentally send it to them instead of the person you meant to. Well, this recently happened to me, except I was on the receiving end, not on the talking smack end. I was answering an email for somebody and I answered it truthfully. I answered it nicely, but the person didn't like the answer. They were asking about a feature of a certain situation, certain promotion, and the feature was no longer working for a few different reasons. There really wasn't much I could do about it except tell them it wasn't working at this time, but we'd try to get it working, which was the truth. Instead of saying, oh, let me check into that and never getting back or just letting them linger, Told them the truth, but I told them nice. Well, they wrote this email. They took what I sent, which was very short. They copied and pasted into an email and talked all sorts of crap about me and then sent it to me. And it was clear they meant it to send, meant to send it to somebody else. And they quickly followed up with another email that was sweet as pie. But I got to see their real feelings. Now, there was no reason for them to send this email to anybody else about me. No reason to talk smack. I wasn't going to do any good. I didn't do anything wrong. And maybe they thought these things. I think we all have judgment. We all have times we think people are stupid or being moronical or we don't agree with them or they give us an answer we don't like and it sets off some emotions. In this situation, it definitely set off the emotions. So what do we do when this happens? And hopefully it'll never happen to you. Hopefully it's never happened to you. It happened to me once when I replied to an email instead of forwarding. Now this was well over 15, maybe 20 years ago. I meant to forward the email to somebody. I really wasn't talking smack about the person. I was talking about the program that a company had released. But instead of forwarding it, I replied to the person who sent it, who launched the program, and they saw my thoughts. Now, it wasn't too terrible, but it was embarrassing. What do you do when this happens? How do you avoid this? Because you may be thinking right now, it's never happened to me and it never will. And that's great. But for most of us, I think we have these thoughts. It's about emotional control. It's about controlling our response. So the first thing, I want to go way back to well over 20 years ago when I had a boss who was the vice president of a company who sat me down after a situation where somebody on our team, it wasn't me, had done something similar to this. And he said, remember the three C's, Alex, character, conduct, and conversation. Your character is revealed in your conduct, which is revealed in your conversations. Be mindful of these things because your tongue can get you in trouble. 
The next thing I'm reminded of is emotional restraint and emotional response instead of reaction. In my older age and maturity, I'm using air quotes. Sounds funny to talk about maturity with myself, describe myself that way. I have learned that there are times we don't like something. We don't like an answer we're given. Maybe somebody has done something wrong to us. Maybe they were snippy. Maybe they were wrong. Maybe they have earned our distrust or dislike. It's still no reason to knock somebody. It's no reason to gossip. It's no reason to talk behind somebody's back. It's no reason for negative energy. This does not serve us. It only seeks to limit us. Only seeks to limit us. So having this emotional intelligence where you control your response instead of reaction. I've learned I'm going to have judgment and that doesn't serve me. I'm going to have negative thoughts. That doesn't serve me. That limits me. It limits my thinking. It puts a lid over my thinking, my, my mental possibilities, my mental fitness, my mental conditioning. And I have learned I'm going to have these feelings. I'm not going to eradicate them. If you can eradicate them, you are better than me. But when I have these feelings, instead of reacting, instead of letting it get to me, instead of getting angry, instead of getting emotional whatsoever, I take a break. Because E plus R equals O. I've talked about this equation before. It comes from the Jack Canfield book, The Success Principles. E is an event or a circumstance out of our control. Or maybe it's something we did, but now it's out of our control. It's in the past. It's the event or circumstance. It's a mistake. R is our response. So the event or circumstance happens, E plus R is our response equals O, the outcome. Our response has a direct proportionate impact on the outcome, yet most of us are not using R as response, we're using R as a reaction. We all have reactions. You throw something at my face, I'm going to react by blocking it, but my response is what do I do next? So you're going to have a reaction, allow yourself to have that. You may even have reactions you don't like about people and certain things, biases. But it's important to catch those and not turn them into a response. Go back to this gentleman who sent this email. What was he trying to accomplish? He was going to talk smack about, what, about me to somebody else, another guy. These are two professionals. How is that serving them? How is that helping them? And frankly, I've done a lot to help these two people. Yet they were playing victim. That's the other thing we do when we gossip. We talk smack about people. We have judgment. We blame we play the victim. And as soon as you're a victim, you give away all your power. You render yourself helpless. Studies have shown that when people say obesity or overweight or alcoholism is a disease, they are 99.9% less likely to beat it. They are 99.9% less likely to do something about it. People who tell themselves obesity is a disease, there's nothing they can do about it, less than 1% of them will ever lose weight again. Yet people who say obesity is a choice, I can do something about this, have a much greater chance of changing their thought process, of changing their habits, and making a physical change in their life. Now, I'm not here to debate whether obesity or alcohol is, is a disease or not. But I know as soon as you render yourself helpless, it's out of your control, then it is out of your control. And when we judge and then react, he put this out into the atmosphere, this negative email about me, right to me. Now let's flip the coin. 
I got this email I wasn't supposed to get that talked smack about me. He was trying to make me look foolish. And he accidentally sent it to me. I was never meant to see it. Of course I have a reaction. My first reaction was a little disbelief because I know this person well. Then it was a anger. They're going to talk smack about me after what I've done for them. And I gave them an honest, nice reply. Nothing wrong with it. They're just going to go out of their way to play victim and talk crap about me. And I started typing a response. And then it hit me. Alex, catch your reaction here. Catch the emotions. Was this wrong? Yes. It's wrong what they did to me. But responding in kind wasn't going to work. Wouldn't serve me. Wouldn't help them. They know what they did. And if they're not going to change their ways, they're not going to change their ways. But then I started typing a response that wasn't terse, but just matter of fact. And almost kind of sticking it to them. Hey, I don't think you meant to send this to me, but I'm glad I know how you feel was what I was going to send. But before I hit send, I stopped and I walked away. Got up from my desk, walked away from the laptop, came back later, looked at the email and deleted it. I didn't respond, didn't hit the send button. Would have felt good, but it wouldn't have done any good. 10 years ago, I would have hit send for sure. I would have hit send on the angry response. 20 years ago, for sure, I would have laid it out to them. I would try to tell them how stupid they are. I would have really tried to make them feel guilty. What I found that doesn't work when people have reached that spot in their life, unless you can really have a one-on-one conversation with them, unless you have a, a trust relationship with them where you can call them out. And I can go back to people I know who I didn't like and didn't trust, who tried to call me out, that didn't work. But when people I liked, who had my best interest in mind, who I trusted and they trusted me, when they called me out on certain things and said, hey, I think you could be better in this or what were you trying to accomplish with this? Then it got to my heart. It made me contemplate my thought process and how I was limiting myself and others. So today, quick message. Before you hit send on that text, before you react, and maybe it's not a text, maybe it's not an email. We all go through situations probably every week where we have a chance to have an emotional reaction that we wish we would have changed. When you look back at your life, you've probably had interactions and emotional reactions you wish you would have done differently. Well, here's a chance to grant that wish. Put something in place so E plus R equals O serves you. Now, I'm not perfect. I don't do this every time, but most of the time I do. And it feels good to not have the reaction, but instead have a response which is calculated and thoughtful. This poor guy, I pity him. Now that I've thought about it for a couple days, this is where he stooped in his life. A trusted ally he's going to talk smack about to somebody else. What were they going to get out of this? I don't know, but I hope he feels better for it. I hope it helped him. I'm not going to dignify it with a response. I'm just going to let it go. But I wanted to share this message that we all get caught in these situations. It could be our children. It could be a friend. It could be a coworker. It could be a boss. It could be hearing something on the news. It could be reading something on social media, which is a huge trigger. By the way, at the time of recording this, I'm well past 60 days of a social media diet, completely social media free for the first two plus months now of 2024. And I can tell you it feels great. There's a couple things I miss. Some of the groups I belong to where I can get target information, some of the people I follow on Instagrams, especially the, the uh, nonprofits, the Farm Animal Refuge and the Kitten Lady, the people that I've supported financially, the people I like to see their stories, 
people doing amazing things out there. I miss some of that. So I need to find out how to incorporate that back into my life. But I said for the first 90 days of 2024, I'd be off of social media and I have been. And the benefits have been fantastic. It's been great to detoxify because the social media world tends to be a very toxic place. And as we approach an election here in the United States, it's only going to get more toxic. Study after study has shown that the more time you spend on social media, the worse you feel about yourself, the more angst you have, and the more if if you have angst and you don't feel good about yourself, you're going to have emotional reactions. Today, a quick lesson, E plus R equals O, a real life example. It can happen to all of us. Catch yourself because you don't want to limit yourself. And that's what we do when we have emotional reactions. Before you hit send, before you respond, before you call the person out, take a few minutes, allow the judgment or reaction to take place, and then a thoughtful, calculated response. When you do this, you will be limitless. 